Welcome to the Feel Good Running Podcast. No matter what level runner you are, and whether you prefer road or trail running or both, you will find this podcast informative, motivating, inspiring, and entertaining. We have interesting guests, running-related information, inspirational stories about real runners, and much more. Now, here's your host and a longtime runner himself, Jim Lynch. Hello, runners. How's everybody doing out there? Hey, how do you like the new intro? Yeah, dude has a pretty deep voice, doesn't he? He does. I love it. Anyways, you need to shake it up every so often, right? My name is Jim Lynch. This is my podcast, Feel Good Running. Welcome to it. I am so glad you're here. And uh, I hope you're getting your running in and you're enjoying the fall weather. It's just lovely out there, isn't it? Minus the smoke here in Denver that just keeps hovering around the city. This is coming from the Northwest and the California wildfires. And of course, wildfires that are happening right here in Colorado in the mountain area. I could do without it, all this smoke. But other than that, I'm just happy it's fall. It's so nice to run out in this cooler weather. I'm actually faster in this weather than the heat. I'm not a good heat runner. So this weather is really working to my favor. I don't know about you, but I I think, and I was talking about this the other day with some of the people that I was running with on our Wednesday night run, that this is really the perfect temperature. You know, when you're running around 50 degrees, it's just absolutely perfect, in my opinion. And their opinion too, they liked it. So this episode's going to be news, just some good inspirational running news. These are stories that I found out there that that are pretty motivating and pretty inspiring. And I like to share those with you. I'm working on a big project right now. I have been out to Los Angeles two times now within the last month. And I have run with the Skid Row Running Club. Now, if you're a runner, you need to watch the movie Skid Row Marathon. It's on Amazon Prime. You want to talk about a very inspirational and motivating movie, watch it. I'm telling you, if you're a runner, this will really inspire you. Even if you're not a runner, it's going to inspire you. Well, I've had a chance. I'm doing a podcast, and I've uh, done a lot of interviews, Judge Mitchell, the producer of the movie, Gabby Hayes, and the stars of the show are the runners that are in the running club that are turning their lives around. Those runners that I have been able to meet in this club, this running club is near and dear to my heart, big time. It's a pretty big project, probably the biggest project for my, in all the time I've been doing anything entrepreneurial and especially with this podcast. So I'm hoping to have that out sometime in November. Um, it just depends on, uh, I'm working with somebody on this. So it's going to be very good and I know you're going to enjoy it. All right. Uh, boy, the cougar. Did you see that? Did you see that uh, guy that was running in Utah and that cougar that followed him, stalked him for six minutes? That is just wicked crazy. 
I'm telling you. I'll put a link to it. I, everybody in the friggin' world has seen that thing already. But if you haven't, by any chance, you're listening and you haven't, well, uh, there's a link in the show notes, feelgoodrunning.com for this episode. So feel free to take a look at that. It is absolutely crazy. And I'm glad the, the, that it all came out okay. And this guy's okay. All right. I am trying to keep these things shorter now. So we're just going to get on with it. And, uh, you enjoy these stories. These are, these are really good stories that I find and I want to share them with you. As runners, we just get inspired by other runners. And these stories that I bring you, hopefully will give you some inspiration and keep you out there running. Oh, I have one other thing. Coming up in February, February 1st through March 31st is the Maui Island Challenge. This is a virtual event and it's uh, 175 miles. You can run it, you can walk it and do it within that two-month period around the island of Maui. There's also a four-person relay. And if you don't want to do the 175 miles, you can do this other version, which is the West Maui Mountain Loop, and that's 58 miles. And the same time period, you got two months to do it in. I believe there's also a four-person relay, and you can do it solo. And you get some pretty nice swag. I think there is, a, of course, a shirt. I think you get a medal or some type of an award. And in some of the races that you sign up for, virtual races, you get a hat. So, you know, you're getting a lot for your money, and it's very inexpensive to do this. So you can sign up now. And you can do that at MauiIslandChallenge.com. And I have a link to that in the show notes. I'm partial to Maui because I moved back to Denver from Maui and I was involved out there with the Maui Marathon and other races. And I just want to give them a plug. They've had to cancel everything out on that island. And this virtual event will give them something to look forward to. And uh, just after that in April is the Maui Marathon. Uh, but check it out. I mean, that's going to be a, it's going to be a great virtual race. And just think about it. Who knows what it's going to be like in January and February. We're just so well into the unknown right now. But this is something you can do. Walk it, run it, do whatever, four-person relay. Do it on your own pace, your own time. Got two months to finish it. All right, now we're going to go to the inspirational stories for this episode. Enjoy. And be sure you get out and vote. No excuses. Get out there and vote. Searching anywhere and everywhere. Here is this episode's Feel Good Running News. Folks, I will say it again and again. Running changes and even saves lives. 59-year-old Walden Adams from Washington, D.C. battled drug addiction and spent 30 years of his life homeless. You heard me right. I said 30 years. And with health issues, he found himself in and out of hospitals throughout that time. A rough life with no real window of hope for decades. Back when Walden was a kid, he remembered an image of a runner struggling to cross the finish line of the Marine Corps Marathon. And that image always stuck with him. 
From that point, he always wanted to do it, but life got in the way. Things got worse, and his goals then became limited to three things. Finding a place to live, getting sober, and running the Marine Corps Marathon. Walden said, every goal I had set out to accomplish, I could not finish. It was not until his late 40s that Walden finally found sobriety and a stable place to live. And finally, in 2010, Walden realized his dream and completed the Marine Corps Marathon. He said the memory of the walk to the starting line was seared into his head. I felt like a part of the world. I had trained for it. And he added, I'll just never forget I crossed that finish line and just that whole route, the whole course, the support and being in this iconic event that I always wanted to be in, I just can't describe it. It was so exciting for me. I kept going and I even ran a few other ones. Well, Walden has been sober now for 12 years and works as an outreach specialist for the nonprofit Pathways to Housing DC. He is doing for people what he needed back then. This year, the Marine Corps Marathon is virtual, but Walden is experiencing some back issues, so he walked and has already completed the marathon, though the official weekend is October 23rd, 24th. He also did a 10K and a 50K, an actual trifecta. His route was consecutive three-mile loops around Haynes Point, which he ran each race over three consecutive Sundays. Well, Walden, we cannot be more proud of you and your accomplishments in life and with running. Keep going. Keep doing what you're doing. You, my friend, are an amazing human being. Doctors warn that 25-year-old Michael Bainan may need a wheelchair for the rest of his life. Well, I guess Michael proved those doctors wrong because he became the first person with Down syndrome to run the London Marathon, which was held virtually earlier this month. Michael also has a muscle condition, a visual impairment, and hypertonia, but because of his dream of running a marathon, nothing was going to stop him. He even ran it for a learning disability charity and raised thousands of pounds. The charity, MenCap, is to help change attitudes. He wanted to give back so they can continue supporting people like himself, people with a learning disability. Michael has been doing a lot of virtual challenges during the pandemic lockdown to keep motivated and fit. So how did Michael feel crossing the finish line? Well, he said, I felt very emotional, but happy it was finished. I felt a bit tired, but really enjoyed it, and my body felt good. And he had his favorite Chinese food, quack quack duck, which he enjoyed after his accomplishment with his family at home. And another question that was asked of Michael, did his legs hurt after the marathon? Well, he said, no, not at all. I was dancing the day after. Then I did a 5K walk on Tuesday and a 10K walk on Wednesday. And then a HITT workout on Thursday. HITT workout is a high intensity interval training workout. And later I'm doing some Spanish dancing. Now, come on, man. Anytime I ran a marathon, none of this stuff would ever, ever happen. So that's kudos to you, Michael. You know, Michael also started a business. He makes coal pit Welsh cakes. Michael said they taste yummy. The miners would put the Welsh cakes in their pockets years ago, and they were usually brown. But I said if it had been in their pockets, they would have been black because of all the dust. 
so I decided to make unique black Welsh cakes instead. I help mom make the Welsh cakes, and I like putting the stickers on the parcels. I feel very proud to have a business and to be Welsh. And Michael said, they taste great with Welsh tea. Keep that in mind if you ever have one. Michael's next challenge is a virtual running tour around Iceland, 884 miles. He is doing it as a part of a team with his mum. By the way, Michael represented Wales and Great Britain in the Special Olympics, which has seen him win over 60 medals across different events, including shot put, long jump, and track events such as 100 and 200 meters. Michael, you are such an inspiration. You live life to the fullest. You make us all proud of you, and we can all learn from you. Keep going, buddy. Many of you listening may have run a marathon, or maybe you haven't. But if you have, you know what they're like. They're tough. There's no such thing as an easy marathon. Certainly euphoric, but not easy. And just think, if you were running a marathon and injuries reared their ugly head and you started limping in pain at mile four, just imagine that. You still have 22 miles to go. Well, it can happen, and it happened to Kerry Kelly at the Beaver Creek Marathon in Salt Lake City, Utah, this past October 3rd. And this was her 68th marathon. So congratulations on that, Carrie. Well, a stranger noticed that she was in trouble and needed help. Fidel Ybarro jumped in and joined her for the remainder of the race. And what's so special about Fidel is that he is a prisoner at the Utah Department of Corrections on work release. There were a few inmates that would pick up trash and discarded clothing as runners would pass by. Fidel is not really sure why he began running with Carrie. He said, I saw a little bit of myself and other inmates, and we are normally left in the back to offend for ourselves. Well, with Carrie's injury and her limping, she was definitely at the back. So all the way, they supported each other. They were followed by a deputy in a work van, and Fidel could have jumped in at any point. He said, I could tell how much she enjoyed running, and I could not let her finish the marathon by herself. I feel I was in more pain than her at the end, but the feeling of accomplishment was more than I could describe in words. Carrie said that without Fidel's help, she would not have been able to finish. And Fidel is not a runner and actually ran the distance with her in old work boots and long johns with no prior training. And it was a warm day and the sun was hot. Folks, that is a full display of selflessness right there. Well, Amy Albrecht is the race director of the Beaver Creek Marathon, and she was there to witness them both crossing the finish line together. And she said it was one of the most moving moments she's ever seen. And there was definitely some tears flowing at the finish line as they crossed. Amy was able to track down Fidel's mother and send her his medal because, as we all agree, he deserves it. Right? Absolutely deserves that medal. Carrie said, I was mentally and physically at one of my worst moments in my life. This has been a year of failure and disappointments, as it has been for so many people. And the thought of dropping out of this race would have been one more failure to me. Then Fidel came along and made what could have been the worst day of my life into one of the best days ever. He's got a special place in my heart. Well, folks, we are all human and none of us are free from mistakes. Fidel showed his true character and he did it from his heart. 
I am very grateful for what he did for Carrie, and I imagine you are too. And I wish him the very best as he proceeds through life. And as for Carrie, onward to marathon number 69, wherever and whenever that will be. And let's hope that the next one is injury free. And finally, 11 year old Zachariah Cartledge from Florida honored fallen officer Jacob Hancher by running one mile with a thin blue flag. And afterward, he sent the flag to Officer Hancher's family. Now, Zachariah runs a mile each time a firefighter or police officer dies in the line of duty. Zachariah says, I hope the families are being touched by the runs. I hope they find as much comfort and healing as possible because I would hate to go through what they are going through, even if it's just a distant cousin or uncle. It's still a family member that they knew and loved. In 2019, Zachariah started Running for Heroes, a nonprofit 501c3. As I mentioned, Zachariah runs one mile for every first responder who makes the ultimate sacrifice in the line of duty. He wants to honor those who gave up their life so we may live in a better world. Donations received go towards purchasing American flags, which Zachariah runs with. He then presents that specific flag he ran with to the specific first responders family in which he ran for. There is a link in the show notes at feelgoodrunning.com if you'd like to find out more information about Running for Heroes and to donate. Now, I got to tell you, this is absolutely incredible that Zachariah, at 11 years old, has the selflessness and compassion to do this and even to think about starting a nonprofit. This is just another example how someone that is a runner gives back, but 11 years old? This just blows me away. Zachariah, you are a fine example to all of us, and from the bottom of my heart, I just want to say thank you. Well, there you go, runners. Some inspiration for you. I hope you enjoyed all of those stories. They're all remarkable, all of them. All right, well, it's now time for our quote, our inspirational, motivational quote. And, uh, you know, I'm going to bring that to you. There is no way I'm going to do an episode without bringing you an inspirational quote to close. And you know who I'm going to use? I'm going to use from one of our stories, Michael Baynon. He he has just a remarkable quote, and you can go to feelgoodrunning.com and get a link and you can actually hear him say this or see him say this because it's a YouTube um, clip. And it goes like this. Believe in yourself. Never let anyone say you can't do it. Try, try, try again. Well, I know that we all need some inspiration sometimes. We have something that we're working towards and it just seems like it's out of reach. Well, believe in yourself. Never let anyone say you can't do it. Try, try, try again. Thank you, Michael, for inspiring us. Well, that's it for this episode. As I always say, if you could please share this episode with your running friends, friends on your social media platforms, I would really appreciate it. If you are subscribing to Feel Good Running through Apple Podcast, if you could be so kind to leave a rating and if you feel so inspired, you could leave a review. That would help to show out also. And be sure to get on our mailing list. You can get on it at feelgoodrunning.com and you get 
a free gift, which is 101 plus running related links. You can get uh, links to apparel, to publications, to blogs, to podcasts, to training. I mean, there's just unlimited links right at your fingertips. So sign up for our email and you can do that at uh, feelgoodrunning.com, the website that should be a pop-up or something that comes up. All right. I hope everybody's doing well out there. I hope you're all getting into the fall weather. And I really, uh, I really hope you keep on running because it keeps our sanity during all these crazy times that we're going through. And just remember, please get out there and vote. Get out there and vote. I voted today, as a matter of fact, and I dropped my ballot off in one of the uh, voting boxes. So I am uh, I'm done with my civic duty and I'm very proud. All right. As I always say, just show up and always, always feel good about your running. Thank you for listening to this episode. Please consider sharing this podcast with your running friends and on your social media platforms. To access the show notes that included all the resources and links for this episode and to access past episodes, go to feelgoodrunning.com. Until next time, keep motivated, keep focused, and keep on running. It is sure to make you, well, feel good.